you chose to go a separate road, that's your decision. Not if you chose to go a separate road, that it's my decision that you're going to burn in hell. There must be some other option than heaven. That's my 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 definition of free. You can't say, what if you don't want heaven and you don't want hell? Because you don't want to follow this person who who doesn't even show themselves to us, who, who went through a bunch of prophets who he says are older than the rest of us, to write down a book that is centuries old that probably has a lot of mistakes in it through translation anyways. We're supposed to follow this person? And if we don't, we go to hell? He hasn't given us much to follow on. And if he wants to be, us to be skeptical, I mean, he should... I mean, he couldn't have done a better job for us to be skeptical. He doesn't show himself. He doesn't show anybody. Welcome to the Non-Negations Podcast, a faith-based podcast that connects real-world situations and thoughts. The scriptures to strengthen you. On this episode, we're talking about biblical skepticism. So let's dive into it. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Non-Negations Podcast. Daryl D. Sullins Jr. is here. And DS Ninja is in the house. I was like, why do I not hear myself so well? The volume is <laughs> Are we going to have a challenge with the audio board again today? Nope. Nope. It was no challenge with the board. I just didn't have my mic up. That's no. Uh, we need a producer. Because <laughs> somebody about to get fired. <laughs> um... Dad, how was your week? Uh, my week was good. Yeah, it, was, it was good. Um, nothing real exciting. Uh, at a doctor's appointment, and I go for another appointment tomorrow. I have to get an MRI on my knee. Oh, really? Yeah. It, um, every he said everything looks good in my knee for my age and being athletic and <laughs> doing all the stuff I did. Goodness it, gracious! There's no arthritis or any deterioration of the joints, but it could be a possible um, micro tear in the meniscus. Uh, I definitely have a tear in my meniscus. I know I do. We wasn't talking about you. It's not your time. It's not (laughs) your sharing of your week. It's mine. (laughs) We don't care about yours. (laughs) But yeah, Um, other than that, um, I went to a tournament today. Uh, It was a good little tournament in Twinsburg. Yeah, it was a a tournament to a teaching tournament on how to compete, in, you know, in competition. So it was, huh. oh. it was pretty good. Okay. How was your week? Horrible. <laughs> yeah, since you came back from your trip. Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> what was so horrible? Is this going to be one no, of those gray couch moments? No, no gray couch moment, but... Um, <laughs> It's no great couch moment, but we will do this. Story time with D. So we just recently came back from Florida, right? And the plane ride itself is fine. And let me give a little bit of background. We flew with two babies, a two-year-old and a soon-to-be one-year-old. So you can only imagine the amount of stuff that we had. <laughs> TSA. <laughs> so let's talk about let's talk about TSA. And so we get to TSA, right? And we had to bring the car seats. So Ayla and I both had these big car seat bags. I'm wearing one. Ayla's wearing one. On your back. On our backs. <clears throat> Backpack. Yep. I have the double stroller. So the stroller with two seats. Weston is in, or Des is in one. One seat we have filled up with four backpacks. And then Ayla had Weston on her chest. Either One of those two ways. It was either like... I had Weston on my chest, or I can't remember at this point because we both at one point had Weston on our chest, and so I had him on chest. And then so we get to the part, the, the check-in part with the TSA dude, scan our ticket, scan my ticket, good, boom, scan Ayla ticket, boom, good, boom, scared Des's ticket, good, boom. We're getting ready to try to walk through. The dude was like, "Hey, well, what about the the baby's ticket?" And Ayla was like, "He's a lap seat. He's like, oh, he still needs to be on the ticket." And so, <clears throat> long story short. Ayla had to go back and get a ticket for Dez <laughs> and then so or Weston. So it's me, Dez, the car seat bag, the stroller with the four backpacks on there. I've never been most a bit more embarrassed in my life that <laughs> going through the TSA because like now I'm going through and there's a line behind me. <laughs> and so like I'm trying. We had five of the little basket things to go through the x-ray and then 
I had to take <laughs> yeah, and then I had to take the car seat out the bag and put it on the thing and go through or whatever. Um, and then uh, they put the stroller through. But the main part is when Desi had his dinosaur toy, and the guy was like, "Oh, you can't walk through with it. You have to put it on a scanner." I was like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> and so, but the, they put Desi's. They had to take it from him. Yeah, take, they had to take it from him. And Des was like, he calls dinosaurs T-Rars. So he's like, T-Rars, T-Rars. <laughs> we're walking through the scanner. He's going throwing a fit because he wants his dinosaur. T-Rars, T-Rars, T-Rars. <laughs> and so we get to the scanner. We're all good or whatever. And then now, like, I'm still holding Des because you can't put him down because he's kind of falling out a little bit. And, like, if you put him down, he might run or just, like, lay out on the ground. So I'm mm-hmm. holding him, trying to put my shoes on, trying to get all these things out of the out of the little scanner things. And, and I, at this point, right, that the things are coming through. I'm just grabbing them and throwing them on top of the car or the stroller, throwing them. So finally get everything situated. Ayla texts me. He's like, oh, we're about to go through pre-check because Ayla has TSA pre-check. Okay. So she can just, like, go through. No problems with her. And so um, I have the stuff on. We're going down looking for Ayla, right? We get down to... Um, where we're supposed to be, and we look like we're about to move into the airport with the amount of stuff that we have. <laughs> and so, um, get on the plane, finally get all our stuff on the plane, and then uh, we're sitting there at uh, the ru- on the runway because they couldn't get one of the doors like all the way closed. And so we're sitting on the runway for 30 minutes. We got the seatbelt light on, and with the seatbelt light, no one's allowed to get up. The flight attendants aren't allowed to move, all that good stuff, right? So I'm sitting there, and I feel like my nose started running. So I wiped my nose. I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. And I feel like I was running again, like immediately. And I wiped it and I looked. I was like, oh, shoot, my nose is bleeding. And so Ayla hands me a wipe and um, I wipe my nose or whatever. But I don't know if because of how wet the wipes are, it made it worse. Like it started really coming down my face. I was like, I don't know what to do. I can't call a flight attendant to bring me tissues or a paper towel or something. My nose is running. Ayla was like, well, I have a tampon in my bag. <laughs> So, so she hands me this thing, and I popped it open, however, and I shoved it in my nose. I got, I'm sitting there. We're in the middle of the runway. It's all dark with a tampon in my nose and a string dangling down my face. <laughs> and then, to make matters worse, that to make matters worse, they're sitting there, and the lights are off, so I'm like, no one can see me. I'm starting to feel the thing expand in my nose. And so, like, my nostril, my nostrils is getting stressed out at this point. And so, then, everything is all good, but the TS, the, uh, the flight attendants decided to turn the light back on. So, now the lights are on, and everyone can see me. I'm sitting there with this thing on my face. I'm waiting to see this on YouTube. Somebody had to... <laughs> yeah, it was a mess. I told Ayla, I was like, I was like, uh, I had one on Instagram and kind of told the story a little bit. I was like, so if you have two kids, right, and you plan on traveling anywhere <laughs> on a plane, don't. <laughs> just, just don't. And so, yeah, I mean, it was the hard part was just luggage, like lugging around those big old car seats and all this other stuff. And I'm having nosebleeds and walking into the airport almost fell. Like, it was just bad. It was no, bad. Now, tell the truth. Now, if that was somebody else, I knew you would have you would have videotaped that guy with a 100%. tampon. One hundred percent. He would have been all over my social media page. <laughs> yeah, but that was me. Oh man, yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. And so yeah, I did not enjoy. I did not enjoy that flight. The flight down, but the flight itself was okay. Like the boys did good on the plane. Des was a little restless at first. Like he wanted to get up, but you know once. We got the seatbelt on him, oh, and we gave him man. his toy. He was okay. And then Weston was just like, wanted to just look out the window. And so I'm tearing up. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. That was, that was my week. And then, yeah, we were lugging around two kids through Florida for a couple of days. And then the flight back was a little bit more smoother. It was still kind of hectic, but it was smoother. You said it started expanding in your nose. Yep, stretching out my nostril. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So that that was my week. Oh yeah, I remember that episode. Damn, my life ain't gonna change that much. Okay, but that listen, listen, nah, listen. My nah. life did not change that much. Was just dead. <laughs> yeah, it did it. Yeah, it did it. And then like 
Des was just coming to work with me, and it was just like I could just operate because Des would just sleep all day. Like Des was a sleeper. Yeah. Weston, when you have two trying to balance in two, that's different. No stuff. Like yeah, and so <laughs> go back to listen to that episode. No, that it, I mentioned it that. was a uh, no, it, but yeah, but like okay, with Des it wasn't much of a difference for me, right? Weston <clears throat> was a little bit, even though I don't even have both boys all day anymore, right? Because Ayla's at home, uh-huh. and so uh, Ayla, Ayla like pretty much manages the boys throughout the day like i and but it's still like it's like god lee like there's a lot and then yeah. looking at the stuff that you know she has to throw throughout the day because now des is active and he actually understands stuff mm-hmm. yeah so oh no man <laughs> have one more no <laughs> no <laughs> well, how, what would that solve have a girl no oh yeah no what it's all for me so i can have more material to laugh at you. <laughs> <laughs> no um so on on this week we're talking about um how would you answer a person like that like the lady from the video i don't know deal with that see see my okay my question is right and this is and i don't know if people remember what the video was saying or whatever but in the beginning of the video she was talking about is it true free will when you are only choice at the end of the day? It's not is you either go to heaven or hell. Is it true free will? My thing is like, yeah, because what is actually free will? You know what I mean? So like I if take just take God out the equation for right now. If I'm living my life here on earth, I can either choose to live a clean life or I can choose to live a criminal life. Right? Mm-hmm. I can choose whatever life I want to choose whatever life I want to live. But the consequences that come with those choices, you can't, there's nothing you can do about it, right? And so if I choose to get a, live a criminal life and get caught and go to jail, I can't just be like, because she was like, I, well, if I don't choose heaven, I have to go to hell. And if I don't choose hell and I go to heaven, why if I don't want either one of them? I'm like, what if I don't want to go to jail? Or like, like, like you know, I don't understand that concept when people are like, oh, do we actually truly have free will? Because I'm like, what is free will? I think free will is having the choice to to choose which one, which type of life pattern you want to go down. So like if we're bringing back God back into the equation, I can choose to live my life a certain way and go to heaven. Or I can choose to live my life a certain way and go to hell. Like I feel like it's still our choice and it's our free will to choose. Now God could be like, these people here are going to hell and these people here are going to heaven and there's no free will. But like, God leaves us on this, allows us to get on this earth and make the choice for ourselves, which I think is free will, right? Did Judas have a free will? Free <clears throat> was he free to choose to betray Christ? Yeah. Mm. The scripture says he was destined to do that. Okay, so there's no free will. Is that what you're trying? That's to That's not what I said. But then when Pharaoh. He said, I heart in Pharaoh's heart in Romans nine. A lot of people don't touch that. <clears throat> See, for God's purpose to happen, there's certain things that he allowed to have and he caused to have. You know, somebody had to portray him for us to have salvation. OK, so okay. now this whole free will thing is getting thrown out the window. That's <clears throat> no, what it sounds no, like. don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I'm saying. <clears throat> Within God's plan, we're free. We have to make decisions. But some things he calls because his purpose has to be fulfilled. So do we actually have free free will? Then? Within the boundaries of his will, of his purpose. <clears throat> so going, really, going back to her point then, <clears throat> well, out the free will part, is it actually free will then? Well, that's what they ask in, in, in Romans. He's like, well, if God is doing that, am I wrong? for living the life that I live, basically. I'm paraphrasing it. And I can do what I want to do. And, and Paul said, may it never be. And so what it, <clears throat> what God does is he He shapes, he predestined, like before uh, the twins that he talked about, Esau and Jacob, he said before they'd done anything, right? <clears throat> and so that's done before for, for his purpose to be fulfilled. He he has caused things to happen, and what he's doing is reconciling us back to, if you will, something like before the fall in, in uh, Eden. I I feel like you're saying a whole bunch <clears throat> of nothing right now. To be honest, like I'm kind of confused. Like well, what? the man without the spirit can't understand the things from God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
Um, here's an analogy I used one time. You know, like when Tori goes bowling, they put those bumpers in the yeah, she, for the gutters, she right? Needs them, 100%. right? <clears throat> so, in between those bumpers, that ball can do and go where it wants. Yeah, but within this restricted lane. Yeah. Well, within God's plan, we're free to make decisions, but only within the boundaries of that. And some people like in, in, in with Judas, Judas was created to do what he did. Pharaoh was getting ready to let the Israelites go. And he said, I harden his heart so that my my power might be seen. So <clears throat> so but, within the boundaries of him, we make decisions. Otherwise, it's been like this. He will make us love him. We will. He'll make us de- obedient to him. I mean, if yeah. Our, but my thing is, if it's true free will, why even have the boundaries at all? Like, why put bumpers <clears throat> up when okay, we have a free. If we're having, if I have true free will to choose God, why put bumpers up within? But here's the thing: I haven't found free will in Scripture. What you mean? Where do you see free will? I don't know. I, <laughs> that's I, what I'm I guess saying. We'll say it. I don't know. Actually, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Remember, because if that's the case, Adam and Eve would have never had disobeyed God. Oh yeah, because they had free will, right? Okay, and so everybody after that, would you? Are you free? I look at it like this, <clears throat> and we were just we were just talking about that in in uh, Sunday school today. He created us with a purpose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so his purpose might stand. He elect, he chose, you know, in Ephesians one, he chose us in him. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was his plan. He predestined us. He predetermined. Okay. Okay. So within that, that choosing and that election, you live your life. And if, if you, if he controlled it, every aspect of your life. But the the thing is, the, the reason why I'm asking if it's like free is because um, God controls every like God has a plan, a specific plan for me that regardless, this is going to happen. Right. Like there are certain aspects of like Judas, Judas, for example, no matter what Judas did in his life, at a certain, at a certain point, he was going to deny Christ or okay. turn on Christ. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that actually free will? Like, he's not free to do anything. He was free to be stealing out of the bag. You know? Yeah, but that has nothing to do with the ultimate <clears throat> thing that Judas was going to do. Well, you when you're talking about salvation and all that other stuff, you know. So, if me, right? Yeah. So, you say I die and I go to heaven. There's no, like, no matter, it doesn't matter how, like, what what path I went down, I'm going to die and go to heaven. If I die and go to hell, that's the path that I'm going to take. Like, no, no, who said that? That's what I'm asking. Because, like, if everyone was predestined to do something, like, what is the choice behind? <clears throat> Are you talking about accepting Christ or yeah. living your life? Accepting Now, Christ. don't mix the two. There's because different? the way you're making it sound like is, like, Okay, I was going to go to the store where God predestined me to go to the store that's at what certain times. But that's what it kind of sound like. <clears throat> no, we're talking. I'm talking about salvation. Okay, coming to yeah. So know, some people are going to. Some people are predestined to to take accept Christ, and some people are not. But the people that are on path to quote unquote not, they there's that's their that's their path. There there's no way that they they can go down a different <clears throat> path and decide to. Well. A third of the angels decided to be disobedient in heaven. You know, did they have free will or did God make them? Because he created them with a purpose. So why did a third of them follow Lucifer? Because they chose it. But that doesn't that doesn't <clears throat> answer the question, though, Dad. What What is your question then? Now, now, specifically, are you talking about lifestyle or are you talking about salvation? Judas. Okay. Right. Judas was predestined to turn on on Jesus. Right. Okay. To could have him. could Judas could Judas at that point be like, you know what, I'm not going to do this, or was it inevitable? I don't. Was, I think it was inevitable. Okay. I don't think he could. 
So there, so it don't matter what Judas did in his life, he was going to do that. He was created for that purpose. Okay. So what is the freedom or like, what is the free will that we have? And what's the point of having bumpers in general <clears throat> at all? Like, why not just have everybody on one straight path if that's the case? That sounds, well, that's what it kind of sounds like is everyone's on one straight path. There's no making decisions because at the end of the day, you're going to be here. And so that's why I'm getting confused. Well, in an election, just like, think about Paul, what he, the life he lived in the beginning. Yeah. Okay. And then because he was the, the Hebrews of Hebrews, he chased down Christians. He did that. Then there was a confer- conversion. Why? Because Jesus chose him. Is that really? A, a, <clears throat> but is that really a choice or was that for mm-hmm. was that his design from the from the get go? Because it will help him with his ministry later. Like, but the, the, <clears throat> where's the choice? There's no doesn't sound like there's much of a choice that he's making because at the end of the day, he's going to convert to be a pastor. Could be. It could be. So, like I said, there's there's a certain boundaries within his will. But if it got like <clears throat> God told Jonah to go preach to Nineveh, Nineveh, right? Jonah went the other way. What happened? God calls. Recommended. He, he God God calls a storm, and he caused a big fish to swallow him up. And then after three days <clears throat> in the fish motel. Jonah submitted to God. The the fish vomited him up, and he reluctantly went to Nineveh. But he went to Nineveh. Why? Because God purposed for that. Even though he tried to go the other way. It's just like with the disciples. They wanted to go in a certain place, and and the Holy Spirit kept them from going. The question is, 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 the question is, do your will or do your wants, do your desires... Can that trump what God wants you to do? No, it doesn't sound well, like you it. Just, you just answered your own question. So there's no, so there's no free will. I didn't say there was no free will, but your your desires did not trump what God is want you to purpose you to do. So I can just go out here and do whatever I want. And you so have, when I say that, so when I say it, episode. Okay, ago, see there, there you're going. You're talking lifestyle again, as opposed to salvation. Yeah, but that's what I'm, that's what I mean though. Which one? The salvation. It don't okay. matter what I do. Like, I am predestined to do certain things. I'm predestined to go to heaven. And really, are you? But, but that's what I'm asking. Yeah. You say that I am predestined to go to heaven. It don't matter what I do, right? I ain't saying that. That's let's what it's, let's that, go to Romans 9. That's what it sounds like you're saying. That's what it sounds like. Go to Romans 9. Uh, my glasses there. And I want you to read, <clears throat> starting at verse, let's go to, um, you there? Yep. Okay, start at verse 10. Verse 10. Yeah, and read down to verse 17, uh, 18. All right, so... <clears throat> And this is not all, for Rebekah's two sons had the same father, our ancestor Isaac. But in order that the choice of one son might be completely the result of God's own purpose, God said to her, the older will serve the younger. He said this before they were born, before they had done anything either good or bad. So God's choice was based on his call and not on anything they had done. As the scripture says, I love Jacob, but I hated Esau. Shall we say then that God is unjust? Not at all. For he said to Moses, I will have mercies on on anyone I wish. I will take pity on anyone I wish. So then everything depends not on what we humans want or do, but only on God's mercy. Stop. Now, what is that saying to you? It's saying that we don't have free will. Is saying God will have mercy on whom He have mercy and compassion on who we have commercial um, compassion. All right. So exactly what I just and said. it said it does not. In order that God election, right? God's election or God's purpose in election might stand, not by works by Him who calls. She was told the older will serve the younger. So. God purposed that. 
You got it? Yeah, that just sounds like exactly what I just said. Right. He (laughs) have mercy. That's sovereignty. God is sovereign. Yeah, but I'm talking about free will. It doesn't sound like we have much free will. It sounds like God has his plan for us, and that's it. For some. No, for everyone. No, it's not. Because who 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 has a choice then? Like who wakes? Who gets? Who's born in this world and has a choice of where they end up? Nobody, based off of what this says. Mm, well, read read eighteen. Uh, so then, God has mercy on anyone He wishes, and He makes stubborn anyone He wishes. That doesn't answer. That don't sound. Anything. That doesn't sound like free will. That's what I'm right. saying. So, we don't have mm. free will. That's what it sounds like you're saying. We don't have free will. Within God's boundaries, you have free will. But certain things have to happen God's purpose. But what I'm trying to understand <clears throat> is within God's boundaries, it's still not free will. Who? Who? For us. It's certain people. He elect. He chosen. He sanctified. That's saying he set apart certain people to do certain things for certain things to happen. Yeah, but everyone is predestined to do something. Well, some some people aren't predestined to come to him. Yeah, but they're predestined to do something. Just like uh Judah, that's why I ask you, are you talking about salvation or are you talking about life? It don't matter. Either one of them. No, like we salvation, don't have... he elect, he chose, he had mercy on some that will come to him. Yeah, so we have <clears throat> so he's so he's he predestined he predestined is, people that have that's going to come to him according with, to scripture. According to scripture, right? right. And then the, the the life that they live throughout their lifestyle is going to eventually push them into that space. Same thing goes for people who do not choose God. So that like all these things that you're doing that's is a, saying that we don't have free will. That's a hard saying, isn't it? That some people are chosen, some people are sanctified, some people are elected to come to him in his kingdom so and this is my God. so this is my question right <clears throat> and this is probably a horrible podcast to put out but this is my question so someone that is not predestined to come to god which i don't know how you would know that if you're not predestined or whatever we don't okay but like the person that's not predestined to go that's predestined to not come to god what's the point what's the point to live in a, a certain lifestyle but you don't know that's the thing and that's why most Christians have a problem with sharing Christ because they're trying to save someone. They're trying to bring them to salvation. And all our job is, as instructed, is to plant the seed. God will grow it in his time, but in his what, way. But my point, my question is, what's the point? If that person is going to eventually come you, to God anyway, right? And we're predestined, people are predestined to come to God and some people are predestined not to come to God. What is the point of planting the seed? Obedient, go, therefore, and all the nation, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. See, you can't perform. You're not God. You can't perform like the Holy Spirit and quicken them and bring them because you don't know. But what he told you to do, are you obedient in doing so? I completely disagree with you. I think we do have free will, and I think— I uh, never said we didn't have free will. Go to Ephesians. But you said, but everything you're showing to me, the show that we have free will, shows that we don't have free will. Go to Ephesians 1 and restart at verse 3. And, right, and tell me what, what is that saying to you? Probably the opposite it, of what you're telling me now. I know. Huh? It's, it's tough. It's, it's tough. No, though. it is not it's when tough. you're talking about the election and chosen no, that's and predestined. Not, that's not tough. It just doesn't make sense what you're trying to explain to me right now. Ephesians 1. Yeah, start at verse 3. Verse 3. Okay. Let us give thanks to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. For in our union with Christ, he has blessed us by giving us every spiritual blessing in the heavenly world. Even before world was made, God had already chosen us to be his through our union with Christ. So okay, what does that mean? It's, it's exactly what you were saying before. Exactly. And, but that's not what I'm talking about, though, Dad. Okay, you keep, keep showing reading. me the keep, same keep thing. Reading. He chose us in him. Yeah, God has already chosen us to be his through our union with Christ so that we will be holy and without fault before him. Because of his love. Okay, stop. Who is he talking to? Us. Who is us? The people that that choose God. Okay. He's talking. Paul is writing to the church in Ephesus. Okay. So he's writing to the saved. Yeah. Okay. Now, start at verse 5. Read that. 
verse 5. Oh, because of his love, God had already decided that through Jesus Christ, he will make us his children. What does that mean? Those people, they're, they're going to be his children. He's going to, they're going to be a part no, of it. Start again. Dad, can you just explain it to me? Because he, this is exactly okay. the same thing you were explaining to me five seconds ago. Uh, I want you to hear what he's saying. I hear what he's saying. Okay. It's the same thing you were showing me five okay. seconds ago. It doesn't answer my question. Verse five. Uh-huh. He predestined us to be adopted as his sons through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure. I understand okay, that. Okay, so what does that mean? If you I, understand it, what does I mean? understand that people are predestined to come to God, right? I have that understanding. Okay. My question to you, okay. the people that are not predestined to come to God that's living life a certain way right now, that's not going to come, that's not coming to God anyway, what's the point? What's the point of trying to clear a clean, a cl- live a clean life? What's the point of trying to live a certain way? That specific person. What is the point for them? I wasn't speaking about them when you say what's what's the point. I'm talking about our job is to share the gospel. We don't know who these people are. Yeah, I know that. Right. So it's about obedience to what he said to do. But you're talking about the ones that he's not chosen. Yeah. And we don't know who that I, is. I understand that. That true. That's true. Right. Okay. We don't know who's predestined or who's so going to come. So when you say, what's the point? You're talking about now those who those, he didn't choose. Those who he didn't choose. Okay, and we then, don't know who that okay, is. And then outside of that, do we We don't have free will. Like, there's no free will. Okay. Like, because, like, I don't, because based off of what you you're saying, we. Okay. The we, elect does not have free will. The people who are choose, that's chosen, based off of what you're saying, the people that are chosen to come to God, we don't have free will because at the end of the day, you keep this is we do, and you you're saying the ones that's chosen. Yes, they came. They're Christians. Yes, the Christians okay. don't have free will. Don't have free will to what? To life. To choosing God because at the end of the you just said the Christians, so they already chose God. Okay, no, but my point is, if before they become a Christian. There is no choice of choosing God or not choosing God. According to the word. They are elected. Yeah, so there's no choice. So what that lady was saying in the video is right. No, no. We're talking about the elect. Those who God elects, he chooses. Yes, but what I need you to... Okay, we're talking about Christians. Yes. Okay, don't mix the two. Okay. He's talking about Christians. It says in the word... He predestined us to be adopted. My to his son. okay, so okay, that's Christian. My original question: okay. What the heck is free will? Like, what is free will? What is having the choice? Do we actually choose heaven or hell? I don't think the ones that he chose, who he have mercy on, who he have compassion on, who he elected according to scriptures. He chose them even before the foundations of the world. That's what word, the so word says. there's no such thing as free will. D, listen to me. He chose them. Now, are you talking about free will to choose him for salvation or free will and to live a life on this earth? Both. Because you, the way you Don't live mix your, them, though. The, the way you live your life is based off of what you believe God is. Well, and so and if you, you don't choose God, you're not going to live that certain way. Not exactly. Because Peter denied Christ, even though he was chosen, right? Did Peter? He, go had, to, he had a free will to do did that. Did Peter go to hell? Peter was no. But the thing is, what but I'm, Peter was saved. That's no, what I'm trying to get no, you to understand. No, Peter did not have a free will to do that. Peter, Peter, based off what you're saying, Peter was predestined to come to Christ. No, Peter was predestined to deny God three times, just like you said in the beginning of the podcast, right? You're not that, listening. Wait, no, just like you said in the beginning of the podcast. If it wasn't for Judas to betray Jesus, if it wasn't for certain things that happened, that means God has predestined those people to do those certain things. So there's no free will. There's a blueprint. But why you're it. mixing again? It's, Judas was chosen for that person. Listen to me. Peter was chosen to come to Christ. To be one of the apostles. But then within that uh, boundaries of salvation, he has a life to live. And he made a decision, probably by by God's design, to deny him three times. So we're not talking about salvation now. That's how, We're talking about lifestyle. That's what I believe free will is. Okay. But that's not how you're explaining it. You said okay. out of your mouth. You yeah. said, right? That Judas was predestined to do certain things, right? 
No. Do pre, Judas pre, predestined to deny Jesus. To deny Christ. But yeah. Mike, okay, so is that a choice or was that predestined and how do you know what's the I, difference? I think that was uh, predestined. Okay, so how can you say that Peter uh, denying God was a choice or how do you how can you say it's a choice versus it being him being predestined? How is it how do you how do you decide what I do in life is predestined or my choice? And then based off of that question right there, would that, does that change how you explain free will? I think you still mix in the two. Dude. But no, it, yes, yes, within, I am because with, you kind of have his, to, within his words. I'm not. I'm not telling you that. I'm only reading what's in the scripture. I know, but I need to based off of what you're explaining to me. Right? Mm-hmm. Is that the free will aspect? Right? When does it become uh, God's design, and when is it like, oh, this is their choice to choose left or right? That's a hard question, D. I, I I don't know because it's God's will. It's God's will. I don't make the, the the choice of who comes and who doesn't. I'm not talking I don't, about that. I don't make the choice of somebody else's lifestyle and how that is. And I don't know because God, that's God, and I'm not. This is my. This is how I thought. This is what am I really going into this episode? This is what my thought of free will was. Right. I always I believed because based off of scripture that everyone was predestined to. Or quote unquote predestined to go to heaven or hell, right? Predestined, okay. like you know, they they're born, they're scheduled to do this, that, and there. But I always thought that throughout their life, they have the free will to make the choice whether they want to go to heaven or hell. Like even though that some people are going to go to hell, some people are going to go to heaven. Someone that might be on a path of going to hell can be like, you know, let me give my life to Christ because of the free will aspect of how we live. And so that was my original thought going into this episode. But what you're trying to explain to me now is that it doesn't matter what that person does in their life or whatever. These people are predestined to go to heaven. These people are predestined to go to hell. But isn't there also a scripture in like revelations that talk about how many people actually enter the kingdom of heaven or something like that? No, you, you're trying to you're talking about 100, 144,000. No, that was the 12 tribe tribes of um, Jews. OK, yeah. But in Romans 9, we still there? Uh, yeah. No, I'm in Ephesians. Hold on. All right, I'm back in Romans 9. Read. Um, start, at, start at verse 19. Uh, God's anger and mercy. But one of you will say to me, if this is so, how can God find fault with anyone? That's the question you have, right? What? That's the question you have. Let me reread it. But one of you will say to me, if this is so, how can God find fault with anyone? What is that? I don't know if that's what I'm saying or not. Okay. And my version says, one of you will say to me, then why does God still blame us for who resists his will? That's that's basically the who question you're asking. Who can resist God's will? Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Who so who can actually uh, resist God's will? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the question that, and that's what Paul is saying. He recognized that. Mm-hmm. But who are you, old man, to talk back to God? Shall what is formed say to him who formed formed it? Why did you make me like this? Does not the potter have the right to make out of the same lump of clay some pottery for noble purpose? And some for common use. What if God's choosing to show his wrath and make his power known bore with great patience the object of his wrath prepared for destruction? What if he did this to make the riches of his glories known to the objects of his mercy whom he prepared in advance for glory? Even us whom he also called not only from the Jews, but also from the Gentiles. And see, it's tough. So God is making that choice. Paul understood that. And that's what I'm trying to get you to understand. Paul, that's what Paul is writing about. And he was like, who are you to question God on? I'm, but the, I'm not questioning no, no, God. No, no. I'm, right? reading, I'm reading what Paul said. Yeah, I know. But right. what, what, what I'm saying is that I'm not questioning God with the question. I'm questioning you. Why like, are you why? questioning me? Because, I'm like, that, the scripture. Because like. I don't write it. Yeah, but no, no, it's not. It's not even that. But I just, even in reading that, 
is I, tough. I know. No, no, no. I but even with this. not even that, right? Even in reading this right here, okay. How do you how do you figure Paul isn't saying that? Even though, like, okay, so remember how I explained what free, how I thought free will was, like people have the choice. Mm-hmm. Regardless, people are going to go to hell because they're going to choose that route, right? How does he? How do you know that he's not saying that? You know, at the end of the day, God is recognizing that still people are not going to choose him and then go to hell versus saying that these people are designed to go to hell. Okay. Like, like he's talking about how the clay, how do you know, how do you, how are you inferring that it's just not insinuating that, okay, these many people, no matter what comes across them, they're just going to choose hell. Okay. And these are the predestined people that's going to go to hell because that's what they're just going to choose. Okay. But they have the option to choose heaven. Okay, I'll go back to verse 16 again. Listen what it says. It does not, therefore, depend on man's desire or effort, but on God's mercy. For the scripture says to Pharaoh, I raised you up for this very purpose, that I might display my power in you and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. Therefore, God has mercy on whom he wants to have mercy, and he hardens whom he wants to harden. But is that salvation, or is that just lifestyle? Like, did Pharaoh go to heaven or hell? Because technically, he's obedient to God's plan. (laughs) That's that's reprobation, right? So, but right. So, if we're we're talking about, he was chosen for that purpose. That's what scripture just. But does he go to heaven or hell? And that's what I'm talking about is the free will that we live on life, right? Predestined us to do those type of like do certain things like choosing heaven or hell. I think certain people. So I think just like the people who are became who are Syrians, you know, uh, those and the Babylonians and all those all those people, even though God used them and then he judged them. This is another question I have. But but hold on. That's why studying and researching is so important. This is tough. This is tough. And most pastors don't even touch this. Well, maybe you need to go back in it because you're not explaining this very well, Dad. I'm letting you read it. Yeah, for you to get understand. Yeah, and you're not doing a good job (laughs) of explaining what I'm reading. Maybe I'm not. That's what that gives you the insight and the desire to go back and read it. Well, maybe you need it. Maybe you. (laughs) Maybe you need to go back and read it. I did not write it. No, I'm not talking about. I know you didn't write it, but you're not. You're not explaining this very well at all. What's what's what am I not explaining? I'm just simply reading this. I know, but your interpretation of it doesn't really make sense. Okay, one of you will say to me because we're talking about here. I'm on in verse 19. Okay, okay, we just read it. Does not depend on man's desire or effort, right? Right. And I know this is a hard pill to, score, to swallow. I don't there's, care about swallowing a hard pill. Okay. You just got to make it make sense. And okay. it's not making sense. Okay. Man without the spirit can't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. It says verse 19. One of you will say to me, then why does God blame me? For who can resist his will? But who are you, old man? Oh, okay. Let me read verse 20 again. Well, who are you, D, to talk back to God? <laughs> Dad, that is not what I'm saying. But hold on, let me finish. Oh, my goodness. Let me finish. Share what is formed. Say to him who formed, why did you make me like this? Does not the potter have the right to make out of the same lump of clay some pottery for noble purpose and some for common use? What if choosing to show his wrath and make his power known bore with great patience the object of his wrath prepared for destruction you got to understand you got to read that and understand what he's saying there he'll make some for heaven or some for destruction but is that actually what he's saying or is he saying okay, like what for, else, how do you for, else for example, interpret that read, no, Paul, no, stop stop I'm, read that. I'm about to explain right no no don't explain <laughs> no it. I'm about to explain it. <laughs> okay so you see the part where it says that um, where it's talking about the destruction you know and how do you know that's just not an aspect of someone's life like Paul Paul used to kill Christians Right? Yeah. How do you know, like, what he's talking about here is just not a small aspect of life? How do you say that this guy is predestined to go to hell because of 
God's choosing? How do you know he's not saying he's predestined to do certain things in his life but still have a still have a choice? Like when when Ananias approached Paul, he how do you know that Paul did not or yeah, Paul didn't have a choice in that in that moment to choose to go listen to what Ananias said or go continue to what he was doing. How do you why that's what my that's what I'm trying to figure out, right? And this does not explain I, that. I it's, know. I don't know that, D. All I know is what the evidence of the scripture says. The, I'm not digging into that to try to say, oh, this could have been that this could have yeah, been. Yeah, but this. this does not point to the fact that people are predestined to go to heaven or hell. This so what does this mean? People what is, are, hold on. What does this mean? Verse twenty one. Does not the potter have the right to make out of the same lump of clay some pottery? For noble purpose, which I would think that be Paul. I'm a okay, okay, and some common use. I think that might be Judas, because the very next verse says, "What if choosing to show his wrath and make his power known, bore with great patience the object of his wrath?" I'm, I think. Pre, hold on, prepared for destruction. I think that's Judas. I think I'm gonna read my version real quick. Okay, read your version. Okay, so you start at 22, right? Uh, actually, I started at, at 16. Yeah, but this last part you just read was at 22. Uh, right? I think it was 20. 20. Okay. Hold on. Let me go back up. But who are you, my friend, to talk back to God? A clay pot does not ask the man who made it. Why did you make me like this? After all, the man who makes the pots has the right to use the clay as he wishes and to make two pots from the same lump of clay, one for special occasions and the other for ordinary use. And and the same is true of what God has done. He wanted to show his anger and to make his power known. But he was very patient in enduring Enduring those who were the object of his anger, who were doomed to destruction. What does that mean? Doomed to destruction. What, Do- what does that mean? Doomed to failure, doomed to doing bad things, whatever you, whatever you want to put X factor in. Can I finish reading real quick? Okay. And he is also, he, and he also wanted to reveal his abundant glory, which was pure, poured out on, on us who are the objects of his mercy, those of whom... He was prepared to receive his glory. This is how I interpret his dad. Okay. Right. I don't interpret it like two separate people. I'm reading this like one person that was doing certain things that was doomed to destruction. But with God's mercy. Right. And God's power and showing his power through a certain uh, through a certain person that they can also choose glory. Paul's a perfect example. Paul was persecuting Christians. Paul would look like he was on a path of destruction, just like the clay pot, right? Or whatever this, wherever he does, uh, talking about the doom to destruction, right? But God shows his power by being able to show that this guy who was persecuting Christians can also be a pastor of multiple churches, speaking God's power and all this other stuff. That's how I interpret this. I don't interpret it like two separate people, like Judas and and. And Paul, but on the other hand, you can flip it just like Judas. Judas did all these different things to be with Jesus, but at the end of the day, he flipped and he decided destruction. And I think that's where it comes to free will and showing God's mercy. I don't think it's a split really so, in this. So I don't explain verse nineteen to me. Let me go back up. But one, but one of you will say to me, "If this is so, how can God find fault with anyone?" Here's the question. Get on to read. Finish. You said read nineteen. That was nineteen. No, that's who can resist God's will. Okay, so if God will you to come to Him, or He He will you not to come to Him, He's saying who can resist His will? That's two separate people. No, it's not necessarily. No, it's not. If He choose to have mercy on a person, no, no, because Paul right had two different lifestyles. Judas had two different lifestyles. But see, Regardless of what they chose before. Listen to what you just said. That's why I asked you in the beginning. Are you talking about lifestyle or salvation? Because he ch- choose to have mercy on whom he have mercy. <laughs> you get it now. That's why you smiling. No, no, <laughs> no. I no, that I still think the same thing. Okay, but keep reading that. He that does have mercy on the things he, the, the, the people that he choose, right? But I still think throughout the through your lifestyle, like or through someone living, they choose which one they you know they they, they have the option. They still have the option of being able to choose God or not. 
Okay, so when you go back to verse 10, not only that, but Rebecca's children had one and the same father, our father Isaac. Yet before the twins were born and had done anything good or bad in order that God's purpose and election might stand, Mm -hmm. not by works, but by him who calls. Mm -hmm. Okay, she was told the older will serve the younger. Okay. Now, did did. Did the older choose to serve the younger? Yeah, that's not. No, we, I'm asking. That's the question. No, they didn't choose. They were okay, predestined what, to do that. Okay. Then there was no free will in that. Dad, my, that's, <laughs> that, that's not. That's not. Oh my goodness! That's all. Look. I did not write it. Dad, I'm not good. I'm not disagreeing with <laughs> yeah, that. You are. No, I'm not. Okay. I'm let, let me say this. Let me just say this. Oh my goodness. Dad, this that, is tough. That, wait, no, this, no, it's it, not. It's really it, not it, that it tough. tough. It's really not. It is. It's okay. God said that that older son was gonna follow the younger son, right? That served the younger. What did the younger okay? At what point? <laughs> No, no, D. But that's what I'm talking about. I don't know. At, at what point? That, that's that's I don't know that, D. And so and, that's and that's what pre- I mean. Like that's what I feel like free will is. Like, okay, yes, at the, there's a X amount, there's something that we're gonna do at the end of our lives. Whether that's the go to heaven, go to go to hell, open up a smoothie shop, open up a whatever. That's what is that we there's gonna be. But okay. I think the free will comes into choosing the route that we go. And so, like, yes, the son, the older son follows the younger son. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, but at what point? Like, I, the I I don't know. And see, look, I don't I don't know. It's like this: it was a guy that shared Christ with me when I was in Japan, and I told you the story, right? Uh huh. I did not listen to him. There was a guy when I came back through the airport. He was preaching the gospel. I heard them. I said, "He's crazy." But years later, I became a Christian. I became a, a, a follower of Christ, searching the word, researching the word, living a life according to Christ's word. Mm-hmm. Those two individuals do not know that I'm a Christian today. Yeah. They don't know that I was an evangelism team. They don't know I do Bible study. They don't know that I'm an elder. They just planted a seed. And I believe, based on this word, God predestined me to come to him. Now, your question was, when? But, if, okay, but if it, they, was a, it was if, a time span. If, they, if you never saw them, right, would you have became a Christian? I don't know. Somebody else might have shared the gospel with me because there were several people preaching the gospel. But those two, after I was saved, I remembered them too. Okay, so which one is it, right, that – because I – I don't. I agree with you a hundred percent on this stuff. I just I don't think you do. Dad, but. you haven't answered. Do you believe that there's free will or not free will? Don't no scripture, yes or no. Is there free will or is it not free will? Within God's boundaries, yes. is that free will? Look, you're you're making it sound like. Well, I went to a karate tournament today. God made me go to the karate tournament. God did make you go to the karate tournament. Because based mm-hmm. off of how you're explaining it, when you was born, you were predestined to go to that karate tournament. No, that's, why that, that's why I asked you about lifestyle and <laughs> salvation. It don't matter because your it past, matter. everything you do every day, it leads you to your thought process, to your end goal. I, right? don't, I don't think so. Yes, it does. I, 100%. I, 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 I'm then, talking about like God made me go to the karate school. Then we're robots. That's then what, that's then what there's no true out. love. Because if, if God made Ayla love you, is that true love? God knew that me and Ayla were going to No, that's together. not what I said. Yes. It said God made Ayla to love you. Pretty much. He made you to love her back. Yes, 100%. I don't, I don't think that's the case. Okay. That I doesn't, don't, I don't under, that's why I get confused on what you're trying to tell. And that's I, why I'm talking about lifestyle versus salvation. I don't understand how you can possibly separate the two. Like, cause, cause if we're talking about salvation, where it's, these people are gonna go, <laughs> <laughs> these people are gonna go to heaven or hell, regardless, right? The stuff you do without throughout your life is gonna lead you to that decision or lead you to that endpoint. 
And so there's no free will based off what you're trying to, how you're trying to explain. All I'm doing is reading the scripture, D. Yes, but I asked you, but I'm asking you your thought on it, and it doesn't make, it doesn't follow a line to me. It doesn't follow a line with the scripture that you're trying to show me. Okay, when he says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, that's telling us to live a life of the gospel. Yes, yes. So, well, uh, so where you should. What you should do is plant the seed of the gospel. Okay, so right. but yeah, hold on, hold on. And a person that you plant the seed in the gospel, you nor I know if God chose that person to come to that's him. That's not what I'm asking. Well, that's what the scriptures yeah, are talking about. Yeah, but that's about. not what I'm asking. But you're talking about uh, a person who's saying, oh, I'm going to make some Kool-Aid. Well, God made them c- no, create the Kool-Aid. I mean, yeah, but like. <laughs> that ain't what okay, I'm talking about. <laughs> we're going to talk about your situation that you just brought up, right, okay, Dad? Okay. okay. You're predestined to. Hold on. You keep telling me hold on. Hold on, I was going to give out the text line so people can chime in on. Oh, God, three 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 zero That's the text line. Right. Okay, can I ask my point? What question? Go ahead, ask your okay. question. You're an evangelist. Am I? Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm about to get out of here. <laughs> You're an evangelist, right? Okay. You say tomorrow. You are going off and you're talking to 12 people. Okay. The you going off talking, based off of what you're explaining to me, this is what it sounds like because we're predestined, right? You going off and talking to those 12 people, you were predestined to do that. You were predestined to talk to those people. You get up before, you get up in the morning, you decide to make some eggs, sausage, hop in your car. You're predestined to do all that. That's what it sounds like how you're explaining it to me. Like, I don't know how they saw I believed going in that you can that they're separate. But how you're explaining it is where if at the end of the day, you're going to do this. The stuff you do every day is going to lead up to that point is when he's talking about this in Romans nine. You think he's talking about cooking? Yeah. Think he's talking about that? Yes, well, because he's not. You need to read that then, because I already said because we're talking about election to have mercy or salvation. This ain't talking about cooking eggs. Well, well, I don't believe that. But how you are explaining it sounds like that. Because how all do you, I did was read it, Dave. But no, Dad. My question is to you: Like, how do you know which what out of the things that you do in life? How do you know those are the things that you are predestined to do, or the things that you, you just don't did? know? That's what I'm trying to tell you, D. You don't know. Okay, so look, when I said when, when I when I when I was at at Kevin Hurd's house. And he wanted me to turn the video, return the video back for him. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, man, I ain't turning it. Mm-hmm. Return it. You got to owe, owe some money on it. I was not going to do it. And then friend Sylvia said, come on, Daryl. I went with you. I'll go with you. And she went with me. And I met your mom. Okay. Um, was I destined by God to meet, go there and do that? Yes. Maybe so. <laughs> maybe so because it, maybe I shouldn't be I wouldn't be here arguing with you now yeah, we were predestined to do this yeah we were predestined to do yeah. this right now yeah and so when it comes to things like cooking eggs and and, and you, I'm going to shine shoes but you can't pick and choose that I'm even not. the minute stuff you shining shoes when you was what 10 years old or whatever you can't pick and choose what you was I'm predestined I'm not picking not and choosing I'm it sounds like it I'm saying I don't know if God. Okay, so if I tell you that I was predestined to wake up tomorrow, or I was predestined this morning to wake up today and make eggs, you can't argue with me about that. I'm, I wouldn't argue with that. Yes, you would. <laughs> I would you one hundred percent would. I'm like, how would you cooking them eggs glorify His kingdom? <clears throat> how do? Okay, but like, how do you pick and mom glorify your king, the kingdom? Well, I, I was gonna say we got you, but. <laughs> But uh, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, and then okay. So I said all of that just to say this point right here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> when I said a few months back when we was on a podcast that I can't do anything wrong, that is true. <laughs> I can't do wrong yeah. because I am predestined to do certain things. I can okay. do whatever I want because at the end uh, of the day, I'm predestined to do certain things. You can do what you want. Yeah. But there's consequences that come yeah, with but, it. Uh, yeah, but I can't do. It's not wrong. <laughs> Okay. I can't do wrong. According to who? God. According to, I was predestined to do certain I, things. So if I, I do something wrong, it don't matter. I'm predestined to do this. I tell you what, you can you can have that 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 uh, methodology all you want. You do something wrong in my house. <laughs> that that's still predestined. That's still predestined. Predestined. Get your behind. <laughs> God knew when I was in the womb that I was going to do that. 
<laughs> so <laughs> no, you jacked up. <laughs> and, and maybe the purpose is so I could come on the podcast and talk about abuse. And so he was like, in, in, in one argument that I think is in Romans six, they was like, if, if that's the case, I just do wrong even more, so God will look even greater. Yeah, that's yeah, okay. You that's know what better. I'm saying? Paul yeah. said, "May it never be." Yeah, okay, that's true. That is you know, true. That's probably the first valid point that you get has. All so I'm far. doing, D, is re- and look. All seriousness, this is tough to digest. No, it's not. It, it's, it's, it's not. Tough it's that, really not. It, it is. It is. It's really tough to digest in in reading that all about election and 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 uh, predestination. That is. It is. It really is. And it's a hard pill to swallow because God's saying, look. There's some people that I created for destruction. Yes, you know? but that don't mean they necessarily going to hell. Well, I don't know where they going, but I know this. But I'm saying like <laughs> I, I'm trying to because understand. like because technically Paul was created for destruction because he killed thousands and thousands of Christians. Paul was destined to write most of the New Testament. Okay, but he was but you, also but so, so, okay. Was, wait, were so, you saying that's his free? It was his free will to do that. And no, God? I think it was him predestined to kill those many people and just to show God's power, just like what God said in Romans. I think the the, the switch was is God took his zeal for killing and imprisoning Christians and changed used the same zeal now for creating and building up and planting churches and that and i think he used the same zeal for that yeah but but okay that's i think that 100 true okay but now we're say that, but we can't say that he was not predestined to kill those people or he wasn't predestined for destruction during that time frame well i don't know that but but just like when when uh joseph in in genesis uh chapter 50 when <clears throat> when his brother said hey let us go to joseph so he won't pay us back for throwing him in the pit and selling them and all that. And Joseph said, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. That was God's purpose because of all that happened, even though it was bad with Joseph. Joseph saved many lives because he became second command in Egypt. It sounds like he was predestined to do that. Exactly. For destruction and for good. <laughs> oh, you want to you want to put them both together. You can. Because, <laughs> OK, I, hey, if you want to. Like I was like, OK, so. I don't know. If I worked you were at the predestined gym. for destruction, I'm interpreting it like you won't come to him. No, no, because that's not that's for destruction. No, because uh, in that in that passage where it was talking about the clay, it talked about in destruction. It said, on the other hand, you know, like right. in other in other words, like that same person can you know turn around and be that. Which I is, think I read it like it's maybe like one person. Not well, put it like two. this: all God's apostles. Died of unnatural causes. Yes. Except one. Horrible. Who was the one? John. He was on the island of Patmos. How did he die? I thought he died by like being on a. Yeah. Oh, he didn't die by getting killed. How did he die? He died when his time was up. Uh, I don't. Because remember, he wrote revelations from the island of Patmos. And remember, Peter was like, well, what about him? He's like, don't worry about him. You do what I told you to do. Okay. You know? So all of them died horrible deaths. I mean, boiled in oil, yeah. crucified upside down, beheaded. You know, when you think about it, John the Baptist was created to be the forerunner for Christ. Mm-hmm. But yet he was beheaded. And John even said, hey, go to Jesus and say, hey, look, I want to make sure you're the one. I'm about to get jacked up. I want to make sure I am living and dying for the right one. He was predestined for that. Mm, yeah. He's also predestined for everything else he did in his life. That's Maybe. what I believe. I believe everything you do in your life, you're predestined to do it. Three three zero. Apparently, because there's no free will. What's the text line? Three three zero three six six two six three six. Call in, text, and and tell D how wrong he is. No, <laughs> I'm not. Take, I'm just, not taking just, it this just, week. Just just keep. Just keep uh, you want to get on Great House again? No, I don't need to. I think you might <laughs> yeah, need to with your Bible. <laughs> you you were predestined to go to Burger King and get a number two. Mm. <laughs>
that's that's basically what you're explaining. That's what it sounds like you're explaining. That's not what I, I explain or believe. I'm not explaining. But that's I'm just. It sounds like that's what at your end goal. That's what you're kind of explaining. But you're trying to uh, say that. Oh no, you got the free will to live life or whatever. But it sounds like you trying to explain it that. All I did is read the scripture. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, read you can go back and reread it. I think it's more than one person. <laughs> That you, I think you can do different things in life. You can choose to, you know, go, you know, choose to choose God or not. Yeah. And you're yeah, saying that. Yeah. I mean, I know, like at the end of the day, you know, you're the predestined to do blah blah blah. But I think you can start off one way and choose to do something else, just like Paul started out killing yeah. people, yeah. and then he decided not to. And so, did he decide to, or was that God? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> you don't know because you don't read your Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, that's all I got. That's my takeaway. <laughs> Read your Bible. <laughs> it's tough. I know it's tough. It's not that tough. It is. It's when, not. When when God's like that. When he when Pharaoh was getting ready to let the children of Israel go, he said, "I harden his heart." You know, because he had put the plague on them, and he was yeah, like, "Oh man, they jacked us up." Yeah, but all right, go take your people and stuff. Believe the women. He's like, "No," he said, "Lead the cattle and stuff." No, we got to take all this. Yeah, so it and was he said, Pharaoh. I heartened his heart. Yeah, so Pharaoh had a choice in that moment, and he chose something that God didn't want him to choose, and God decided to change him through change it through His, you know, sovereignty. Right. right? So Pharaoh didn't have a free will to do it. Not that. <laughs> right. Not that, but everything else, what if he did? That's what I'm saying. Hey, God, didn't, on, God, didn't, God didn't talk about hardening his heart and anything else. Free will. He okay. had a choice. He chose, he, okay, chose, my brother. he chose to go the wrong way, but God was like, oh, you went the wrong way real hard, so we're going to harden he, your heart. So He you went, went against what God wanted him to do, so God had to turn up the heat to get I can't, where he wanted to go. I can't do any wrong, because if I do something real, real wrong, God may okay, correct me. Okay, believe that. <laughs> Let me stop right. telling people that. They're going to be out here wild. Yeah. <laughs> like, go ahead and believe that. You know? <laughs> You're like, Dad, all this stuff happening to me. You're like, mm, yeah, yeah. free will. <laughs> <laughs> can I put the closing on now? Yes, you can. <laughs> that does it for this episode. We want to thank you for tuning into another episode of Notigations Podcast. If this is your first time with us, we would love for you to tune in again. If you want more information about this topic or others, make sure you visit us at www.nomigations.com. There you can subscribe to hear our upcoming discussions and request a copy of our show notes transcripts. They're great for personal and group Bible studies. Also, if you liked what you heard today, make sure you leave us a review. Tell us what you loved about the episode and what you would like to hear us discuss next. And yes, we do have apparel. You can support us financially by ordering any of our Nomigations apparel or by looking for that donate button. This helps us reach our monthly goals of reaching more people, buying new equipment, and providing good content. And if you're in or near the Canton, Ohio area, you can purchase our apparel at Blended, located in Belden Village Mall. It's right next door to the Macy's, so check us out. And if you're in search of a community of like-minded people growing in their faith, we invite you to join the No Negation social media community on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. While on YouTube, make sure you click the bell to subscribe, like, and please share. We would love for you to join our ever-growing community. So until next time, remember, seek God first and never give up. Do say